so tell me about the merch biz. Yeah. Because um, I've been thinking about doing merch. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, for the merch biz, like, it's not actually, like, Sharon Sung branded or anything. I just started putting up designs. It's the same type of thing where you're trying to look at keywords for Amazon. <laughs> you're just the SEO queen. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You so, should, your merch should say SEO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe in the future I'll do, like, a personal brand type of yeah. merch store. Uh, but for Amazon, it was, like, okay, let me see um, how many listings are you know, competing for this keyword and check the bestseller rankings. So on Amazon, you can see, um, you know, if it's a higher number, then it means like they're not getting as many sales. So I would see like if it's under, you know, 100,000, I'm like, okay, this shirt's getting sales. So maybe I can try to think of my own idea or my own spin. Um, So it's a lot of just researching and looking at niches that are like doing well and then um, creating the design yourself or you can hire someone else to um, make designs as well. Yeah. Yeah. one uh, website I always recommend is 99designs. Have you yeah. ever used them? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I've used them for the majority of my logos for my companies. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, but anyways, so explain to me like the the merch side. Like I, I get that, you know, you get somebody to design it for you. You're searching for keywords. Like what's an example of something you're selling right now? Um, it's been a while because like I actually have these set it and forget it products where yeah. I'm like still cash flowing from it. Um. Well, an example is maybe like you're looking at funny cat shirts or something, right? And then uh, like a good technique is just to combine two niches. So like cat and avocado or something Ah, like you put that together. Because there's two keywords now. Yeah. And and it's unique. Yeah. So it's like the kind of like a long tail keyword where it's like two to three keywords or two to three words in the keyword. Mm. It's a little more specific. So um, it's something that's not too saturated. There's too many competitors. It's like that middle ground, the Mm -hmm. sweet spot. Um, so that's kind of how you do that research. You know what's funny is, <laughs> I don't even know how legal this is, but I was uh, looking for Dragon Ball Z t-shirts on Amazon. <laughs> this was like a year ago. And um, I was like, all right, I'm going to look for some Dragon Ball Z t-shirts. And so I look it up, and there's like a ton of shirts, right? And I was looking, I'm like, there's no way all these guys have these freaking trademarks or copyrights like to be able to be doing this. Yeah. But there's like a million shirts for sale. Yeah. I don't know how that's happening, but like they will, they will definitely like, uh, take down your stuff if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a site USPTO.gov that you should always like check trademarks when you're putting up site, uh, products like on Etsy or on Amazon for sure. Yeah. So don't, don't just steal people's stuff. (laughs) Cause I was like, I I bought it anyway, but I was like, man, how are they doing this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's cool with that. Like, so what's the profit margin on a shirt? Um, I mean, it's actually pretty like low because Amazon does all the printing, fulfilling, and everything. Yeah. So um, the idea I feel is to it's it's in the numbers. So you know, put it's more volume. yeah, put more products out, you're gonna get more sales. Um, so yeah, I price it. I try to price it actually lower because I want to be more competitive. Try to get so like what's a shirt. Your cost of yours, like fifteen bucks or something. And or, what is what's the margin on it? Uh, maybe like two bucks or something. Like yeah. you don't, yeah, you don't make that much. So, um, but if you have a lot of products, exactly. Like when I first started, um, it was already making like one to two grand just in the first month or something like that because right. I was just pumping out stuff. The way they uh, work is they have a tier system, mm-hmm. so it's like tier ten. Uh, you can only put up 10 designs, and then once you sell that many, then you can go to the next one. Oh. So I'm at, like, 
I don't know, 10,000 here or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. But you're creating, you know, custom, you know, products that are unique to you, mm-hmm. which is similar to the Amazon FBA model, but it's not really that because they're actually creating it too. You're not like buying all this inventory. It's just like print on demand. Yeah, exactly. So you could start with like zero capital. I did Amazon FBA as well. So like I would work with manufacturers in China, ship that stuff over to the warehouse. Definitely takes like more capital, but yeah. yeah, So I like when it comes to people asking me like which income stream to pursue, like definitely figure out how much capital you have, how much time you have what your strengths and weaknesses are. Yeah, and that's the thing that's blown my mind as I've gotten deeper into the e-com space. Um, you know, like, I obviously, we all hear about e-com for years, and I always thought it was scammy and just, like, all these gurus and stuff. And when I actually looked at it and I talked to other people, I was like, damn, these people are making some serious money in mm-hmm. this, like, not just with, you know, Amazon automation, but with FBA um, with custom products, white labeling and other stuff. Like I, we have somebody who's going to be coming on the show and, um, the, the reason they haven't come on yet is they're finishing up the sale of their, you know, pretty much company that like what you did, like they created their own product, um, custom unique to them. And it's been selling millions and millions and, um, they're about to sell it. I want to say for like, I don't even remember three, four, five million. It's like, they just did what you did. But like at an extremely high level where they yeah. created millions in sales. Yeah. People can be super profitable with this stuff. Yeah. I think I ended up, you know, moving towards the content creation space, kind of like what you're yeah. doing and like real estate investment. Just because like, um, I guess when I came back to, you know, the Bay Area, I felt like I was just trying to boost my passive income numbers all the time and it wasn't fulfilling. But now it's like way more fulfilling to create content that mm-hmm. teaches people, gives people value. So, yeah.